Hello, and welcome to another episode of Between Here and There. This is a podcast about international students navigating their way through the pandemic, sharing their stories and struggles when life doesn't go according to plan. This is Sean Liu, Liu Xian. Hi, this is Charlotte. And today we have a, a very special episode because this yeah. is the most microphones we've ever put in here. Four <laughs> so, microphones. Four microphones, you know, and 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 gotta love our sponsors. You know, thanks very much to Rode, to Zhengcheng. Uh, 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 they sponsored us all this amazing gear. If you guys ever want to do podcasts, definitely go to them. Also, many, many thanks to our season sponsor, Hua Chen. Hua Chen, Tai Tao Cuisine. 吃不腻的味道，吃不腻的味道，吃不腻的味道。真的，我每次我也是讲不腻这一句话，因为说实在的，so many great flavors to choose from. Definitely go to go check out Wacheng Taiwan Cuisine. And today we have uh, two guests, mm-hmm. Jeffrey now. and Andrea. Well, you know, today we have the both of them because um, they actually started a very very meaningful organization. Called Undergrads in Taiwan. One or Taipei, yes. Taiwan, Taiwan, Taiwan. Yeah. Taiwan. Taiwan. yeah. And, um, and this can be of, of uh, great help actually to the listeners of our podcast today. Mm-hmm. All right. So very brief introduction. First, uh, Jeffrey, who is 23 mm-hmm. and uh, graduated from University of Maryland, grew up in Hong Kong. Yes. Recently just finished his uh, military. Did his military. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people came back actually this time to finish their military service. Yeah. Yeah. This, yeah. Is, what, this one is a good thing, time. Yeah. This is a good it, time right? to do it. Yeah. Yeah. This is a safe place to do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's even safer in the army. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no war. <laughs> yeah. So that's Jeffrey's uh, voice that you're hearing right there. Right? So it's Jeffrey Chang. Hello, Jeffrey. Hello. And the other one we have here. So we have Andrea, 22, um, born and raised in Taiwan. I graduated from Santa Clara University with a major in communication. Yeah. Yeah. No, and she, I don't think she graduated yet. I'm taking my last senior thesis class. Yeah, yeah. So she's still, she has one more class. So she's still doing the midnight class. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. You're practically graduated. Yeah. yeah. You're graduating your mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm working full time right now. So yeah. Yeah. yeah and and taking classes. Yeah. Uh, working full time, taking classes, talking to friends um, online. Yeah. So basically not sleeping that much. <laughs> and, you know, her bio says, uh, this is a person who enjoys being busy and does not <laughs> like having lots of free time. Well, <laughs> kind of describes a lot of us during the COVID pandemic, actually, right? And you've hosted many, many events. Yeah. Yeah, including these uh, undergraduates in Taiwan events. Yeah, I've organized quite a few events for the group, so I think it was pretty cool. Yeah, tell us about it. Yeah, um, so basically we started off um, when Jeffy and I were talking about it, um, I mentioned that we could possibly host events so that people can get to know each other. And um, so the first event that I hosted was the dinner event. And we had about maybe like around 50 people or so who showed up. Um, And everyone just kind of networked and got to know each other. And um, from that, like people um, who were able to get to know each other, like they spawned off and did other events. Like um, we also did a KTV event recently. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you must. playing like vo- volleyball and um, you know, biking, night market. Just... Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's great. You, you said spawned off, right? <laughs> and you're like, I, I picture like all these like different like bian zong all these, like, ha- happening here. But I mean, you know, describe the, uh, the group. I mean, what kind of undergraduates here are, are in this organization? 
location here? Yeah, I think we have like people from all over. Actually, we even have. I think some people are taking classes at NTU. Yeah, and um, they meet some people off um, like their classes and stuff. And there's even like some local kids who are involved in the group now. Yeah, it's super diverse. Um, you have you have like international school students studying the states. Yeah. You have local school students studying the states, mm-hmm. um, and you also have. There's also like people in other countries as well, but majority of it is like you know, uh, foreign-born Taiwanese or like foreignly educated Taiwanese uh-huh. that are still in still in school, uh, but are back in Taiwan because of the because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's the general uh, demographic of the group. But mm-hmm. we've definitely have uh, inquiries from people from a little bit of different background. So it's safe to say that all of these members are uh, between here and there. Definitely. definitely. But I'm bam. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta plug that in. <laughs> What's the name of the show again? <laughs> so tell us about how this got started. I mean, how did you guys meet each other? Um, so when I started the group, uh, so at that time, I already been, I've already been back in Taiwan for about a year. Mm. So, and I've worked and I've been in the army. So. I would say I'm a little bit more connected than all the people in there. So I was like, hey, you know, like it was a tough time for me adjusting back to Taiwan since I didn't mm-hmm. grow up here, you know, starting mm-hmm. from scratch. So mm-hmm. I offered um, people like, hey, you know, feel free to send me your resume. Um, I know some people who are looking for talent. And so Andrea was one of the first to message me about, you know, looking for an internship. Mm-hmm. And so we started talking and she wanted to get involved as well. So I'm like, hey, you know what, I, I need another hand. So. You know, yeah, go for it. There was a guy, I think his name is Sean. Um, and he posted in like a Facebook group um, for Taiwanese people. He was like, <laughs> oh, like I'm at Princeton right now, but I'm deciding whether or not I should go back. Um, mm. And he was like, oh, I need to decide this within 24 hours. Mm, I'm paying a lot in tuition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And a whole lot of people commented. They were like, oh, we're back in Taiwan too. And because um, one of, um, one aspect that he posted was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't grow up here. I don't really know people here. Um, so he was like, oh, um, are there anyone who's in the same boat as me? Mm-hmm. And so everyone, a whole lot of people commented. They were like, oh, yeah, we didn't grow up here either, but we're here right now. We don't know anyone. And so that's that's when like the group was established. Um, we created a chat to try to get people connected. Mm-hmm. And from that, we were like, oh, like the chat isn't as active, but like, we wanted to create a group in which we can set up events, we can set up um, people just um, willing to come out and mm-hmm. meet each other. Yeah, and like, like we basically have a Facebook group and that was the most logical move since everyone found, at that time, everyone found the group through Facebook. So right. you know, it was a good platform. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Is it a very active uh, Facebook page? Do, besides like events and stuff, do you guys uh, have other kind of communications? Yeah. So on the page itself, like people are able to post like, um, I think recently there was someone who posted like, oh, um, like there's this class that she really liked or something mm-hmm. at NTU. That's and great. And she was like, oh, like I would recommend people joining, that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Jeffrey and Andrea, and you both... I mean, you both actually grew up in Asia, yes. right? That's correct. You in Taiwan and you in Hong Kong, yep. right? And now you ha- also have some students, actually, um, uh, such as there's a, there's a recent uh, one, recent undergraduate that we just interviewed, Summer, Summer yeah. Shen, who is, uh, grew up in the West, mm-hmm. right? And uh, found themselves here mm-hmm. in Asia, right? I'm sure that you have both of these groups 
in the undergraduates in Taiwan right now? Yes. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Which one is leaning more heavily I would, towards? I would say it's, um, it's, a, it's a mix, really. Um, and I don't know which one has a bigger proportion in the group. Mm. Yeah. I think the bigger proportion right. is actually people who grew up in the States. And yeah, um, yeah they're just here pretty much yeah. like they're like, oh, are they taking a gap semester mm-hmm. or a right. gap year? Yeah. Right. Because I think it's um, uh, what I'm imagining because I haven't been to one of these uh, these meetings or one of the, you know, the spawned off activities. <laughs> right. But um, it would be a very different group depending on whether they're mostly American born. Mm-hmm. Right or mostly Taiwan, Definitely. Taiwan local. Definitely right, and um, uh, so you know it, it, this is is what I'm thinking is for a group like this to mm-hmm. all gather together. This kind of reminds me a little bit uh, taking like a gap semester, mm-hmm. right? Uh, reminds me a little bit of um, it used to be that Jiantan program. Oh, love boat. Well, that's the the common name for it. <laughs> that's the student's name for. It. Have you guys ever heard of that? I uh, actually haven't heard. Of that. I have you not. haven't heard no. right. Charlotte, we are 80s. dating ourselves here. No, Just, you are. We're putting out there. The, oh, you oh, are. You but are. You're, you're the one who said the name. <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard about it <laughs> from from older people. <laughs> well, to, to, to describe the Love Boat program, it's a program that was started by um, the Taiwan government, right? By the, mm-hmm. by the ROC government. And it's mm-hmm. called, um, uh, it was originally, I think, by Jiu Guo Tuan. Yeah, oh, Jiu Guo okay. Right. And it's to really introduce the culture. Mm-hmm. To American-born or otherwise Western-born and educated, mm-hmm. right Chinese, and um, having them inviting them back here for a semester, uh, for actually a summer, mm-hmm. where they can take language classes mm-hmm. and uh, and then they could get to know each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and they and learn a culture too. They go visit like you know the National Palace Museum, yes. etc. Yeah, right, etc. Of- and the and the many nightclubs of yes. Taipei, Kiss. <laughs> La Boca. <laughs> Right. It almost seems in a certain way. I mean, this how much of this organization right now that you guys are running, how much of it is this kind of very fun and social versus how much of it is kind of academic and everyone's kind of sharing like, oh, this is how I'm getting, you know, how I'm overcoming my academic barriers. I yeah. think it's definitely like 90 percent social <laughs> just because, you know, everyone's right. everyone's from different universities. You know, there are similar struggles, but people don't really talk about it as much, at least like in the public um, so it's just like, hey, is anyone going drinking tonight? Um, <laughs> right. Is anyone trying to go to Dansui or um, anyone want to go, you know, go to Ultra or something like that? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like um, other than like the group itself, we have also a group chat. So sometimes like um, there are people who raise questions like, oh, um, I am thinking about taking, um, I think someone this morning was actually like, oh, how do you say so-and-so in Mandarin? <laughs> like, there are like people who contributed to help out. Um, and someone yesterday was talking about, oh, I'm in Tainan right now and like um, looking for food recommendations or like things to do. Oh, wow. And so like um, tons of people contributed and everything. So, yeah. So I'm curious if you're able to sort of draw a common thread through mm-hmm everyone you know if you to draw a kind of like a common picture is there a something that everyone is kind of all struggling with within this group i think a lot of it is coming from kind of i guess a lot of people they're deciding what their next steps are yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there are some people right now who's yeah. in a position like they're Probably. thinking about transferring trying to decide just transferring all their school work um into like for example ntu and just not going back to the states in general 
Um, so is, I think is it possible? Is it something that's uh, doable? I think that that's something doable. Like you have to be. So do you get a degree from NTU or do you get? Yeah, they would end old- up getting a degree from NTU. From NTU, they would be, they would be transferring full time, like all all back to NTU. So yeah, because they're currently taking classes there, and they're like, oh, it's not bad here, and then so they're like thinking about staying here. So yeah, has that been the general consensus? Hey, it's actually not bad here. I think I think everyone's definitely enjoying uh, the privilege that we have in Taiwan right now. You know, mm-hmm. not having to wear masks um, everywhere, mm-hmm. uh, being able to go to places without you know worrying about your health. Right. So I think everyone who are not struggling with Zoom is enjoying that, <laughs> um, or outside of struggling with Zoom, most people are enjoying that. Um, and yeah, like overall, overall, I think everyone is having a good time back here, mm-hmm. but. There's definitely, you know, struggles here as well. You know, people are, I think most people that are in the group, I mean, in the group mainly because they don't have a, they don't have a network in Taiwan or Taipei or wherever they are, right? So they want to join a community where they could, where, you know, you're with other people that that have similar backgrounds or in a similar predicament. And so I think the most common thing, theme that um, I could kind of gather from the people that I've talked to is that, you know, Having having to find a community um, mm. is difficult, um, especially with such a different cultural background. Yeah, especially with such a different cultural background. Now, Jeffrey, you did your military service. You did Tidai. No, I I did like you did Iban Dangbing like four years. You did the full the four months. Yeah, yeah. Tidai would be six months. Ah. <laughs> so you did the four months. Yeah, uh, and this was last year. Nah, that was no. the start of the year. So I, February. I yeah February to June. Oh, this year. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, he has a really good attitude about military service. Yeah, because a lot of people will say that it's kind of a waste of four months of your time. Right. But no, he has a very good. You want to talk about it? Yeah. Um. So, I think for me it was because I don't have any preconceived notion of the army. Like, yes, I know it's something to have to do, but I don't know the intricate details because I didn't grow up here. I didn't know anyone who have done it, you know, mm-hmm. other than my dad. And that you know that's a very different time, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. And so. I didn't have a preconceived notion, so I went in, you know, expecting not yeah, much, right? Yeah, shave your head. And, I mean, and yeah, like the, the, you, there are things like that. Are you thinking about like oh, right. a lot of movies, like Top Gun? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Uh, you know, get, hey, getting to shoot a, getting to shoot like M sixteen like every week. That's pretty cool. Um, but but like I think I think the main thing is just like it's it's about your mindset, right? I didn't I right. didn't have any preconceived notions. Whereas whereas most of my um are, like the other people in my cohort. You know, locally born and raised uh, students, they're just like, yeah, like it's such a waste of time. You know, my brother did it. You know, my my Xuezang did it. Yeah, yeah. People it's such think a that. yeah. It's such a bad time. You know, the the banzang are stupid. Um, you know, they said the, the food is really bad. The, the food sucks. The the bed <laughs> sucks. Like everything sucks. Um, it's a waste of time. You're just sweeping floors, cleaning bathrooms. So that's that's their preconceived notion. So if you're going in with that preconceived notion, you're of course you're gonna see the bad side. Like it's not all like. You know, flowers and roses in there, but well, it's, not, it's, it's true about the food, though, right? <laughs> the, the food isn't too bad. <laughs> it's uh, too bad. Okay, it, it, it could be a it's lot a worse. It could All be right. a lot Guys, worse. This is not club man. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, and and so like, you know, like for a lot of them, they're just like, yeah, 我好想家, um, <laughs> like you know, it's it's so hard here, blah blah blah, and I mean, yeah, there is there's struggles everywhere you go, but. Doesn't mean you can't make it fun, right? Mm. Um, you know, have a good mindset and right. 
you can come out, you know, learning something, right? Like, yes, it's overall, it's a bit of a waste of a time for four months, but doesn't, that doesn't mean you're not learning anything, right? Do, what, do you consider it a waste of time? I think it was, it was interesting experience. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I didn't have any expectation. Like I, I wasn't planning on being like a full-time, you know, soldier anytime in my future. Right. Sure. Yeah. So being able to experience that for four months, I think was a very unique opportunity. Did it help you to build a network or a sense of belonging here in Taiwan? I don't think it did, but like it definitely helped me with uh, more of the local slangs. <laughs> so that helped. Um, also getting to learn from people of different background, because once you're in there, you know, your background doesn't matter. You know, like you could be, you know, you could be the kid of some millionaire and you just be like another another guy right, in there, right? So right, right. We, you have people from all sorts of backgrounds, from all walks of life. So you have you have people that, you know, are hanging out with the gangs. You have people that are, you know, NTU graduates. Uh, you have people working at KTVs and you have, you know, foreignly educated, uh, like people that went abroad for, you know, their masters. You know, mm -hmm. there was a guy in there that um, just finished his, investment banking internship in London and wow. he came back to do the army and so I was chatting to him and I was like oh how do you like you know, the army so far right. and he's just like yeah this is great this is like a vacation compared to in investment <laughs> banking like I'm getting 10 hours of sleep every day this is awesome wow this is great man I'm recharging my batteries <laughs> right exactly compared to you know say someone who has like really bad ideas about the army already they're like yeah this blows like i'm sleeping at nine wake up at 4 right. 30 and yeah. you know running running like a lap and then doing sit-ups and whatever right. you know i just want to sleep in or you know uh, enjoy like i don't know like f normal food it's really about the mindset it is it, it is it, yeah. right i mean yeah. you get out of it what your mind puts into it right yeah. or how you interpret the experience mm -hmm. it's the same thing with with everything yes right especially like, like dealing with COVID. But dealing with COVID, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, because uh, talking about the military service, it used to be something that most, I guess, Western-educated Taiwanese would seek to avoid, if at all possible, right? mm -hmm. using all sorts of technicalities or mm -hmm. whatnot. Yeah. And even speaking about you know, Taiwan would be something that, that a lot of the graduates would be like, well, if I don't have anything I got to do there, mm -hmm. like visiting my family or something, yeah. mm -hmm. I'm not going to choose to spend any time there. Well, guess what? <laughs> now we're all here, right? So, Andrea, I mean, what have you seen? You know, uh, uh, have you seen any shifts in the mindset and a difference in the mindset with the people that you're seeing? I think, I don't know, some people that I've met, um, they told me that they originally didn't want to come back. Um, and honestly, like, I was in the same mindset too. Like, I didn't expect to come back to Taiwan after um, taking my um, senior year. And I mean, I ended up here um, and I guess in a sense, like because of everything that happened with COVID, like um, recently we hit like 200 days without lo any local cases. Mm -hmm. And so I think like from what I've seen um, personally and also from other people posting on like social media and stuff, um, they have had, I guess, positive feedback to, talk, uh, to say about it just because right. they're like, oh, like people asked me why I came back to Taiwan and this is precisely the reason. Right. And so I think that was like really enjoyable to kind of see um, just because I, I was in the same position. So um, both of you have um, are working right now, right? Yes. Which yep. you're the lucky ones that have jobs, right? Like yeah. Jeffrey has a full-time job. I do, yeah. 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 You want to tell us a little bit about your full-time job that, where you found a job and what are you doing right now? 
Um, so I'm currently an analyst in the finance field. I work at a buy side firm. Um, and I actually found this position on Yilingsi. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, wow, a very local way of definitely, of, right, definitely, job. yeah, mm. yeah. Um, so you you, I, were, you applied in English, right? The whole thing you wrote English right. in English. Yeah, yeah. I applied. I applied in English because they wanted like an English resume. So I'm like, okay. And actually, I applied to it while I was in the army. So I had to take time off from the army to come out to do the interview. Wow. Like, I left the base at like 6 a.m., mm. you know, took a bus from Ilan all the way to Taipei. And I went to the interview and then went back. And then I had to like, like return my day of service yeah. on like a Saturday. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> did you, uh, do you think it helped? Actually, the fact that, you know, you're, you did your military service? Um, I think, I think the military service helped me um, better communicate with, um, like people maybe without an English background, just because you know growing growing up abroad, my uh, conversational Chinese level has always been like with parents, so right, it wasn't right. I, it wasn't very like smooth. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, yeah. yeah. So like being in a it, you know, I, I like to joke about how, like, being in the army, it's a, you know, it's the best place to learn learn any language. Yeah, like, you're yeah, in right, there, immersion. Right. Yeah. In, you don't have your phone for Google Translate. You know, like, yeah. no one can help you except for Chinese. Yeah, I, um, think, I think the best way to learn a language is just really just go at yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. Know? Like, there, there was a, there's a kid in the in the army. Um, he is half German and half Taiwanese, but he grew up in Shanghai. You know, t uh, Shanghai American School, mm. and you know, when he went in, he didn't know a single drop of Chinese. It was like, you know, my name is XYZ. I like hamburgers. <laughs> no that was way. That's the, That was the extent of his Chinese. No, way. no, I'm serious. And so like for the first two weeks, I had to like squat next to him, like trans, like do live translation for him. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but after four months, what happened? After, after four months, you he know, knows like, all the swear words. He knows all the swear words. He can communicate with the banzang, you know, um, and you know, like it was, he, he improved a lot uh, for four within four months yeah which is really cool yeah. wow yeah. wow there's nothing like the true immersion right yeah, yeah. and then learning it from the military yeah. <laughs> yeah. luckily he doesn't have the military speak accent yeah. so. <laughs> like, so i get out of the military i have yeah. a lot of trouble finding a decent job <laughs> yeah so be all that you can be in the army right, right. <laughs> okay well andrea you want to tell us i mean i know your office is really close by our podcast studio yeah you want to tell us about a little bit how how you found your job and like what are you doing yeah, so basically right now I'm working at a business, uh, I'm working as a business development sales and um, I also applied through Yilingsi. Man, gotta yeah. get on Yilingsi, everybody. <laughs> wow. <laughs> They're getting jobs. We know, we, we know who to hit up for our season two. <laughs> yeah, so um, as I, I was like applying to a lot of different jobs um, just because I mainly wanted to go into marketing. And mm -hmm. in English as well, right? Um, I actually applied for like different roles. Um, I also I applied to also like Mandarin based roles. Wow. Yeah. Um, so like whichever I guess job description that the language was written in, I would submit the resume in that language. Uh huh. Um, so like before doing all of that, I didn't have a resume in Mandarin, mm. and yeah. I was submitting everything by English. And I was talking with my cousin about it. I was like hey, like, I'm not really hearing back from any of these places. Um, and she was like, oh, why don't you, like, create a resume that's specifically for Mandarin? And then I was like, oh, okay. So 
that's when I started tailoring my resume towards like whether or not it's even a speaking company or like a manager speaking company. So yeah, I ended up with a company that mainly works with clients in Europe and in okay. like Australia. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, but is it um, during the COVID time? Is it um, are you doing actually doing business? Are, you, are there just business transaction going on right now? Yeah, there's actually quite a few. Um, like we have quite a few accounts going on, and um, we're in like talks with other companies as well. Yeah. So, would you guys recommend for you know those in the undergraduate Taiwan group and saying, okay, you know, I'm going to look for a job here after graduation? All right, you're going to recommend them to go through Yilingsi. Yeah, um, actually, there have been some people who have asked that question in like the group and stuff, and um, they're like, "Oh, do you guys have any advice? Like, where should I go?" Um, I know a lot of, um, I guess, people that I know. Um, they told me when I was starting my job search, they were like, "Yeah, you're not gonna get anything because Taiwan's based mainly on like connections." And then so I was like, "Oh, that's that's great." Mm. <laughs> I was like, "I don't know anyone," and. Um, yeah, so I just went on to Ealing. I also went on EEE, um, but I think like Ealing gave me more more mm-hmm. luck, mm-hmm. I suppose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so whenever like people ask me, they're like, "Oh, like, so wh- how did you find your job and stuff?" And I'm like, "Oh, I would recommend Ealing." Yeah, and I know a lot of people are actually doing tutoring as well because that's something that yes. because they need a lot of English speaking tutors. Right, yeah. and it's. Um, Honestly, low barrier to entry if you know English, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a huge demand for it because most of the foreigners that they usually hire can't come into Taiwan because they need sponsorship. Right. Right. Um, and plus, it's pretty decent pay for um, for the time commitment. Mm-hmm. So I know a lot of students are doing that on the side mm-hmm. as a like a supplemental income. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it seems like both of you guys have done fairly well here during the COVID. You guys are are managing well and staying balanced. Uh, what advice do you have for those students who are finding themselves really fish out of water here? I think um, my advice would be just like, you know, you're if you're in a new place, a new country, uh, you know, new environment, just, you know, have holy MP and, you know, uh, you know, try new things, uh, meet new people, um, be proactive. I think being proactive is really important, especially for students, you know, like as a student making friends, it's always been, relatively easier just because mm-hmm. you're in the same you know compound same classroom with the same people mm-hmm. days on end you're mm-hmm. out to gonna make some friends mm-hmm. whereas as a working adult like i realize that you have to be proactive it's a lot more difficult to make friends like yeah you're friends with your colleagues but usually that relationship ends outside of the office or maybe like at the bars after work that's about it like because everyone has their own families they have their own cats they, you know they have their They've got things going on. Whereas with students, you know, you're in the same place with similar people. Right. You're going to make friends. Right. Whereas right. as an adult, you have to make time to make friends. Uh-huh. You know, go to networking events, maybe go uh, go to um, clubs or uh, go to like Rotary Club. Um, yeah. Just yeah. so you have to find you have to find common activities to do to yeah. make yeah. to meet yeah. people. Right? And, and on- online relationship really doesn't really work, right? It has to be in person, right? Right, right. So um, actually, a lot of the people that I've met in Taiwan, we started off as Facebook friends, and then okay. one of those would be like, hey, want to grab lunch? Mm-hmm. And then that's, and then we meet in person. And because there's already that establishment, mm-hmm. you know, conversation online, mm-hmm. trans- transitioning offline 
wasn't as intimidating as like right, you know right. meeting a stranger at a coffee shop or something like that.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you guys describe yourselves as、um, socially oriented, as in like extrovert or introvert? Yeah, I、Andrea? I personally am super introverted. Um, I'm surprised. You you are super <laughs> introverted. Yeah, I'm actually super introverted. So like, surprise. Bas- basically, like when I organize events, like I love organizing events, but like to, for example, like、um, I think our first event, like people were coming up to me and they're like, "Oh, you're the person who organized the event, right? Thank you." I was like, "Oh, yeah, uh, th- thanks." <laughs> I'm like,、uh, "Yeah, I don't I don't know what to tell you."、Um, so yeah.、Um, I enjoy the event planning part of it, but、yeah. like to actually go out to the event and the meeting people—that was like the hard part for me. Was, <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we, Charlotte and I are—we can't tell.、Right? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, right. Yeah. And Jeffrey, how about you? Well, so I—I I would say I was an intro—I、uh, was an introvert, and then I've gotten a lot of feedback saying that you know I feel I, I'm acting like a social butterfly and an extrovert now. <laughs> um, so you know I'm a little undecided, but I think I think <laughs> in between. A, yes, yes. In between. it's in between the vert, <laughs> right? But I think I think for me it's. Again, it's about the mindset, right? You know, if you have nothing to lose,、uh, what you know, it's it's all good, right?、Mm-hmm. Uh, like、mm-hmm. I feel like definitely a lot more quiet or shy when you know when there's expectation.、Mm-hmm. But when there is an expectation, when I'm meeting strangers,、right. meeting new people, I'm like, you know, like first impression is really important, right? So, you know, you. you It's easier to be more social for you me. You know, that's this. This is this brings up an interesting point that that I read somewhere recently. It's talking about how introverts actually、um, they are able to deal better with the COVID,、mm-hmm. right? And most people think it's because oh, we just like staying at home or something <laughs> like that. You know, we're, we're more comfortable with ourselves. They、ourself. like cats. <laughs> yeah, Jeffrey did mention cats. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I thought he was a friend, and then he got his own cat. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, more than just being able to、uh, be more comfortable, sort of in our own skins. What I what I read is that when something really out of the ordinary happens,、mm-hmm. then it kind of upsets the entire sort of social system. So all the rules kind of don't apply anymore. Yeah. And then there are some extroverts who are suddenly they're still trying to you know get their footing.、Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, that's when the introverts actually can step in because. You know what you're talking about with the、uh, like holy MP, yeah, right. To actually be thick-skinned, I mean, introverts are not thick, are not thick-skinned, right, Andrea? Yeah. But still, you guys are able to get this whole organization together and then host all these social events with tons of different people、mm-hmm. and act just like an extrovert. I mean,、mm-hmm. how do you guys do it? What、well, do you think it was? It's social skills, right? It's a skill, so it's something it's that、skill. you can train yourself,、oh. right?、Um, you could say you're putting up an act or anything like that, but you know, like. What, whatever your outwardly appearance, that's what people see perceive you as, right? right? That doesn't that doesn't matter what's in you know what you think of yourself. It's about if you're in a social setting, it's about what other people think of you, right?、Mm-hmm. And so I think, right, like having holy MP, be you know thick skinned, be willing to be willing to try new things, be willing to do public speaking, be willing to、um, interact with people. Right.、Um, I think that's what makes the big difference. Right, and so you have、uh, you know people who might be in kind of a culture shock still, right? Finding themselves relocated back here, and、mm-hmm. they are.、Uh, you know, there must be some common gripes that you hear.、Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the Taiwanese are like this、mm-hmm. or like that, or you can't get through. Like it's all about connections, yeah, all that, right?、Mm-hmm. I mean, how how do you think someone with that kind of mindset can can overcome that? 
I think in some sense, like, I mean, I, I came in, I, I came back with the preconceived notion that I like, I wouldn't be able to find a job because um, oh, I didn't you know did anyone. believe that. Yeah, I actually did believe that mm. because like everyone around me, they were like, oh yeah, like we can't find a job because we don't know anyone. And like my best friend um, who I grew up with, um, she was telling me, she was like, oh yeah, like basically if you want any, like anything that's like actually good, like you actually need to know people. Mm. And then I was like, oh, like. I guess I'm not finding a job. Right. Um, that's a preconceived notion. And if you believe it, then yeah, that's it, right? Yeah. Um, but like I still like still actively apply to jobs. And then I actually like heard back from a few companies. And that was when I, I was like, okay, well, I have some hope. Yeah. You um, don't, if you don't try, how do you know, right? Yeah. I mean, you just hear things, but mm-hmm. you actually have to go and try yeah, it. Like you have to, I feel like you just have to experience it for yourself. Yeah. Um, like like it's not like you're gonna listen to all like all that the news feeds you and then you're gonna be like oh, okay i have this mindset don't believe the hype mm-hmm. right? yeah especially if it's some kind of a negative hype also you know mm-hmm. people have their own notions about how taiwan is supposed to be this and that yeah right and now both of you guys have uh full-time jobs here yes mm-hmm. right do you give yourselves a timeline? Yeah, what's your plan? That's what I really want to know. Yeah. Like, what what do you think? Like, I know Jeffrey wants to go back to business school one of these days. Um, so my original plan was to come back to finish the army, get it out of the way. And then I was going to go to Hong Kong to work. Mm. But that's where you grew up. That Yeah, that's right. And um, being in finance, you know, Hong Kong is an yeah, e- yeah. e- easier place to right. be. Um, but, you know, COVID happened and, you know, I found this job. So I was like, you know what, let's just stay here at least maybe until the vaccine comes out or something down the line and then can go from there. Um, So, you know, yes, my plans were a little bit derailed, but, you know, I'm grateful for being here. Mm hmm. And uh, Andrea? Yeah, um, I'm still like trying to look for a job um, elsewhere, um, to be honest, just because um, I've been at this company for three months, almost three months now. Mm-hmm. Um, not particularly the role or the company that I like, want to be at. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. All right. So this is uh, three months. is just long enough to pass probation. But now you're also thinking, what's next? Now that you guys have been here for several months, right? Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and there's a lot of people in similar situations who are like, okay, you know what? I, I'm going to I'm gonna get a job or I'm going to finish my degree. I'm going to see if I can transfer some credits over here. I'm going to give myself some time and then I'm going to go home, right? So mm-hmm. a lot of people are like, and then I'm going to go home. Where's home for you guys? That's the million dollar question. Yeah, oh, especially wow. Jeffrey. Where's <laughs> home for you? Yeah, I, I think for me, um, you know, home is home is where my family is located. Just because we've moved around a lot, mm-hmm. um, you know, there there isn't really a definition of home. But I think you could always. But I, I think the most familiar place I'm with is Hong Kong for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't feel like home. You know, I don't fit in there as well. I don't fit in. You know, I don't fit in there. I don't fit in here. Even the states, I don't. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. really fit in as well. Mm-hmm. And Wow, sounds like a Dr. Seuss rhyme. Yes. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, I guess I'm a third culture kid, right? So, right. you know, growing up with all these different identities, you know, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to, um, you know, fully immerse yourself when you have different perspectives or um, different experiences. Yeah. Right. 
Right. And Andrea? Andrea? Yeah. Uh, I mean, for me, I I personally didn't really fit in well um, when I was in, at TAS um, growing up. Mm-hmm. And um, I kind of found my sense of, I guess, place in the Bay Area when mm-hmm. I went to college. Mm-hmm. And I found, like, my kind of group of friends. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, like, our friend group was pretty diverse, but, like, we all click on some level. Mm. Um, so I think, like, that was really great for me to find in the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. But, like... Even when I'm in the Bay Area, like sometimes I miss Taiwan and I'm like, oh, like I want to go home. But like also Bay Area is kind of my home just because like um, I because I spent a lot of my summers um, growing up, like being in the Bay Area just because mm. my dad grew up there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I feel like I'm actually like f- literally quite between like here and there. Um, mm. So, yeah, like sometimes I just like get the mental struggle. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. maybe Baria is home, maybe Taiwan's home. Like mm-hmm. it just depends pretty much where I am, I feel like. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, like sometimes I'm here right now and then I'm like, oh, I kind of want to go back. Like I've been telling some of my Baria friends, I was like, oh, I want to, I want, I like, if I do end up staying here, I want to go back and visit and stuff. Right. Um, so, yeah. yeah. It's like me in New York. You know, my parents live in New York, mm-hmm. and then when I'm here, I'm like, oh, I'm going to go back to New York. Yeah. I'm going to go back home. And mm-hmm. then, you know, when I'm in New York, after a while, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go back home. Yeah. <laughs> Grass is greener on the other side, right? Well, it's, yeah, there, there's always, you know, there's always good things that to, to look forward to in both places. Definitely, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there's always a piece of your, your heart that you really align with. As soon as you touch down, it's like you get out of the plane, you smell that air, you're like, oh, I'm home. Mm-hmm. And this uh, happens- Like a New York subway smell. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Can't argue that's with definitely, that. That's definitely, that's a big, good whiff of home, man, I tell you. But still, you know, this, it's, it's like there's, a, there's always a part of us that's looking to be completed. Right, somewhere over on the other side, and we're always somewhere in between, in mm-hmm. between here and there. Yeah. And I think it's probably, if I could imagine, that's the common thread for people uh, that belong to the undergraduates in Taiwan. Yeah, right. Definitely, it's all a group yeah. of people that find themselves suddenly over here, mm-hmm. between some two different places, between two different homes, between uh, you know a future that they were planning on mm-hmm. and uh, and a future they might have to come to accept. Mm-hmm. Right, and then trying to learn and find company within mm-hmm. this. Yep. Right. So, if you were to give a little plug for people to join the group, I mean, you guys want more people to. Yeah. No, it's exclu- it's exclusive. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's like a you know serious interview process. You yeah, have to be yeah. recommended by like you know nominated. Oh, it's like by a your secret handshake. Right. Right. Pacing right. Process. So yeah. Skull and crossbones. <laughs> yeah. Kind of, yeah. You know. Yeah. Hey, what do you have to do to join? And what kind of people do you think would be perfect for the group? Yeah, I mean, um, we actually had, um, we actually have a whole, I guess, age range um, in terms of um, we we established kind of the group vibe is like um, you're either currently an undergrad or like maybe you're like three years out of undergrad. Like recent grads. Yeah, yeah recent grads. And um, like pre- pretty much like people just join just by um, – pressing like a uh, joined group on the Facebook group and then like and they, it's just and it's just Taiwan uh, Ta- undergrads, undergrads in, Taiwan. in Taiwan just go yeah. look for it yeah. undergrad in Taiwan but and most people most people who are joining now they've they they heard about it through their friends who yeah. are in the group and so a lot of now a lot of it is um you know 
word of mouth at this moment. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And like, um, I think we have what, three membership questions, um, which is like, oh, like what school did you go to? Um, right. like, when did you what graduate? Year, what yeah. year are you graduating or graduated? Mm-hmm. And then, oh, do you agree to the group roles? That's it. That's it. So. Don't be shy, you know, about saying hi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And hanging out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, hey, the two founders are introverts. <laughs> I really still don't believe that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so, yeah. <laughs> well, believe it, because in this, it, between here and there, right, yeah. everyone is having a lot of, going through a lot of transformations, yes. a lot of changes. Yes. Right. And uh, I, I really learned something from your sharing is actually yeah. just take a step out there. Mm-hmm. Right. It's all about the mindset. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, your experience is what you make of it. Mm-hmm. So let's all make the best of it. And thank you guys for starting this very meaningful group. And I hope that a lot of people will join. And all the best to you guys. Yeah, Yeah, all the best. Thank you. Thank you. Between Here and There is produced by a group of college students and Soundshine, Xuanyan Wenchuang. Our host is Sean Liu, Liu Xuan. Producer, Charlotte Guo. Assistant producer, Summer Shen. Production assistant, Harper Chang. Music by Spark Wu. And our production team is Laurent Xia, Guo Chen, and Serena Chen. We are always looking for cool people to work with. So if you like what we do and want to get involved in any way, whether it's in referring guests, production, or helping us get the word out, please contact us via our Insta account, BTWN here, there. That is B-T-W-N-H-E-R-E-T-H-E-R-E. Between here and there, until next time.